everyone. Welcome to another S episode of SLP's Wine and Cheese. I'm Maria. I'm Deb. And here we have... Amanda Heracles. Our lovely guest, you might know her as the Black Speechy from Instagram. How are you doing, Amanda? I'm good. It's been a long day, but I'm good. <laughs> hey, welcome. Welcome to the show. We're so glad to have a grad student. Yeah, it's probably been even longer for her because I've, I've been like back and forth on whether or not we can record today because I've been a crazy person. So No, it's fine. You showed up. <laughs> I'm very happy. Consistent. Yes. And spontaneous. Yes. Awesome. Wonderful. Good skills. Yeah. That's what you'll need for your future in SLP. Yep. Um, so yeah, Amanda's a first year grad student at Northeastern University and a social media blogger. You can follow her at The Black Speechy on Instagram. Uh, but before we get further into that, Maria's going to talk about our wine and cheese. Yes. I'm very passionate about this wine and cheese today. Um, Amanda, are you drinking or eating anything right now? I'm not. I just got out of class, so I have no provisions. Yeah, we've been there, and now, you know, I feel like we're making up for lost time from grad school. Yes. So, I have definitely made up for all of the lost time. <laughs> I don't know. I don't know. My Whatever. friend has a, a quote in Polish on his arm. It says, for all the times in Polish. Mm. And that's like a common saying in Polish where you, like, every time you cheers, you're like, for all the times we didn't drink, or for all the times we didn't for all the time. Oh, cool. Yeah, so for all, all right. the times. For all the times we didn't drink in grad school. Yeah. This one's for you, Amanda. <laughs> Thank you. So yeah. we have a smoke tree, a 2016, a Pinot Noir. We've had this wine before, and it's fancy, so we're having it again. Very nice. And we paired it with uh, this lovely Piave, I want to say yep. Piave, Piave Italiano, a hard cheese. And these, yes, it comes from cow's milk, and it's named after a river, actually, the Piave oh. River. I didn't mm. know that there was such a river. Neither did I. It's from the northernmost tip of the Nento region. And, uh, yes, I think this wine has such a great, intense flavor, but so does the cheese. And then we paired it with some blueberries to be healthy. Ooh. wine is healthy. And I feel like when you eat the cheese healthy and the blueberry... Right. And you drink the wine, and like it's like so much intense flavor, and it's like great. Oh, it's like a flavor rush. Yeah, and it's not like overly intense where it's like a drop kick to your face. It's like, oh, mm -hmm. that was good. Yeah. So yeah, I'm very excited about this wine and cheese combo. So, right. So what do you vote? Definitely drink it. You vote drink it. Yes. I vote drink it. I'm not having the same flavor explosion that Maria's having, <laughs> but. Oh. I weeks like I woke up two days in a row with a bloody nose my nose oh, no. is so sore from blowing my nose like oh. I feel like it's broken Deb also has tea too I made oh, yeah. some tea I have tea oh, good. and I just finished my water for all the times you can't have wine I can have your wine now exactly yeah for yeah. all the times yes so what do you you vote drink it I vote drink it yes, yes. mostly because the label's pretty right. well <laughs> no. that that takes like that's important the label, yeah. the packaging. It is, it is a factor, you're right. Mm -hmm. yeah. It's also National uh, World Nutella Day, and I feel like mm -hmm. this wine would also go very well with Nutella. Ooh, I love Nutella. Have Nutella with everything. I would have mm -hmm. Nutella with everything, but especially this wine. Yeah. <laughs> Amanda, do you like Nutella? Yes, I do. Okay, great. I love Nutella. Great. Who doesn't? I love Nutella. I mean, I don't have that much of a love for it, but if someone offers it to me, I won't say no. Right, because... But why would you? No. Right. But I wouldn't get, like, a Nutella cake. Oh, I would. Mm. Like me? Yeah. You would get a Nutella <laughs> cake. I have 
my coworkers got me a Nutella cake. Ah, yeah, yes. coworkers. Good news, yes, Amanda. So who you work with is also important too. Yeah, taking notes. <laughs> I'm just gonna keep giving you some knowledge. You know, <laughs> okay. I appreciate it. Give me all the knowledge you can. Oh, you're well. That's good that you're open to that. I don't really have any to offer, but um, <laughs> maybe put some Vaseline or Neosporin on your nose. Neosporin mm. has helped. Really? Other things sting. Yeah. Um, yeah. But yeah, we're, we're playing right. a game now. So this or that. This or that. Next time. Next segment. So this or that. So this is just a quick game getting to know you. So just try not to overthink these answers. Okay. 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 No. No. <laughs> All right. Ready? Coffee or tea? Tea. Summer or winter? Summer. High heels or sneakers? Ooh. That one's tough. Uh, I'll just say sneakers, but okay. it's close. It's a close one. Okay, gotcha. Taco or hamburger? Oh, neither. Ah, good. Neither. I like those responses. Oh, okay. Even if it was a vegetarian taco? I'm just like, I'm not a fan of tacos. Just, they just, yeah, I mean, I, I'll eat them, but I guess if I had to choose, I might do a hamburger because there's like so much more you can do with them. Gotcha. I'm not a fan of either, really. Are you a vegetarian, by the way? No, I'm not. Oh, okay. Hmm. All right. Are you guys vegetarians? No. no. But no. if someone says no taco, that's what I assume. Right. Uh, gotcha. Tacos. Mm. Yeah. All right. Bearded man or clean shaven? Mm, clean shaven's fine. Okay. Rock or hip hop? Hip hop. Apple or I'm, uh, Android? Excuse oh, me. Apple. <laughs> I thought this was going to be fruits. <laughs> <laughs> Right. Netflix or on demand? Netflix. Thin crust pizza or deep dish? I'll do deep dish. Okay. Dogs or cats? Dogs for sure. Ebook or regular book? A regular book. I like the, the feeling of a regular book. Yep. Running late or always on time? I'm always late. It's a problem. <laughs> Early worm or midnight owl? Midnight owl for sure. I cannot camping or a hotel? Oops, sorry. Camping Wait. or a hotel? Mm, a hotel, but I do enjoy camping. Yeah. Skiing or snowboarding? I've only gone skiing once in my life, so if I had any advantage in either of those, I would do skiing. Gotcha. Poop emoji or blowing the kiss emoji? Mm, poop emoji. <laughs> <laughs> Someone told me it was chocolate ice cream. Originally. Oh, no. I think that was an excuse. But like yeah. I could see like Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. For it's sure. Definitely poop. It's hundred percent poop. It has to be, yeah. <laughs> if it were swirl ice cream, there should be a cone there. Okay? Right. Anyway, right. FaceTime or text? Uh text. Snapchat or Instagram? Instagram. Nice car or a nice home interior? Nice home interior. Okay, and now toilet paper. Over or under? Oh my gosh, I tried to think of what I do, but I, I guess I don't care. Like, if it's there, I'll use it regardless, but I don't really know. I guess over. Right, like if you put in that role. Yeah, I, I guess I'll put it in over. I'm not sure. Okay. Yeah. I know, I've never paid attention. Yeah, um, me either. Really? So know. you intentionally do that? Yes. Nice. Of course. Okay, question I think a time. lot of people can understand that. Oh, sure. Yes. <laughs> well, anyway... <laughs> Um, so Amanda, what do you love about grad school? What's your favorite class? 
What do I love about grad school? Um, let's see. I mean, I like my classmates, so that's good. I was kind of anticipating, you know, finding, I don't even know, drama or competitiveness or, you know, people that just like super mega disliked, but um, I'm enjoying my classmates. So that's what I like about grad school. Um, I also, I mean, I just like being back in Boston. I went to Bo- to school in Boston for undergrad, so it's kind of nice to be out here again. Yeah. Um, so the location's kind of nice, even though I'm rarely ever to ex- able to explore or go places, but I like being here. It's like a nice college town. So I guess that's what I like the most about grad school. And then my favorite classes so far, last semester my favorite class was neuro. Yes. Um, and this semester, um, I think dysphagia is turning out to be my favorite class. Oh, nice. um, with like adult speech and language disorders coming into a close second. But I think dysphagia definitely takes the cake for this semester. Nice. Yeah. Okay, so what do you hate about grad school? I hate paying or for grad school. Class, <laughs> and what's your worst Maria, class? one I, job. She's I, got one job. I trying to keep track of the time. <laughs> no, we will get I told off. you what time. Yes. What do you hate about grad That's school okay. and what is your worst class? <laughs> I hate that I can't work and I'm broke right. perpetually. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, I also, I just find no shade to my program, but like some of the classes I feel like are kind of redundant or just like, why are we in this class? Like, why am I paying money for this? You know, it's just like the kind of setup of some courses have just not been good to either of us or any of us we've all just been like why are we doing this you know so um so that's kind of discouraging sometimes and then my least favorite class so far has to be AAC mm. oh well yeah. I, mean, I think it's good that you have an AAC class mm-hmm. like, one, sure. why don't you like it um it's just not a a point of interest for me I mean I I just already know like that it's not something that I'm interested in and I was warned ahead of time that um the class can be rather long and kind of monotone and just like drag on forever and it's like a Wednesday evening so it's just it's yeah it's kind of hard to sit through oh boy I teach a Wednesday evening class but I'm not monotone yeah exactly so it's just you can like you can like hear the silence sometimes, and it's just. It's I will say this: I'm sure it's it's uh, maybe a bit of a dry class, maybe mm-hmm. not necessarily the topic, but it is it is something you will need. So try to. Try yeah, to I know, and I'm just like. Right, no, but I, I feel know. like AAC could easily be made a little bit more fun and entertaining, of and course. it's like a shame that it's not. So yeah. I I like yeah. hear what you're saying. I hope yeah. no student ever goes to my classes and, and is like, why am I paying for this? Yeah. So it's, it's, it kind of stinks to say that sometimes, but like, right. I don't say that about that course, but. It's the truth though. That's just yeah. the honest truth. And it's not like you're going to go to grad school and not experience that. So like, right, exactly. That's just something that will happen. Yeah. Um, okay. So now why did you choose speech language pathology and is it mm-hmm. what you expected it to be? Um, so I went into undergrad as a bio pre-med major, oh. um, and I failed miserably. Oh. So, so oh, there was that. Oh, <laughs> yeah. So, um, 
so I had a lot of friends who had gone to BU previously who were like, okay, um, they had all gone through the same thing. So they were like, everyone goes to this, the health and rehabilitation sciences college and they major in something else. So go there, talk to one of the advisors um, and they'll probably be able to help you. So I went um, and I had no idea what speech language pathology was. The advisor basically like took me through like a quiz. <laughs> you know, she asked me questions. It was kind of like one of those magazine quizzes. Do you like this? Do you like this? Would you rather this or this? Um, and she was like, I think you might like this. I was like, okay. So I just took it up randomly. Um, I never knew what it was. So I just took it up and I just went from there. My end of my freshman year going into my sophomore year. Um, and in terms of what it, what was the second question? What it, is it, what I expected it to be? Yeah. Um, I think I didn't expect it to be this like vast of a field. It's like, there's so many things that I just want to do. And I'm just like, Ooh, I want to do that. Ooh, I want to do that. You know? And it's like, oh, I hope I get to do all of these things. That so many things that can pique your interest and um, so many awesome people doing cool research and developing things. And um, I think so. I think it exceeded my expectations. I didn't, since I especially didn't even know what it was coming into it. I just kind of had this first glance view. Um, but yeah, I think it's just really exceeded my expectations. I think a lot of us, going into the field didn't expect it to be that broad but then when you're mm -hmm. in the field you're like wow this is definitely a good thing about the field that it is so vast and so broad mm -hmm. so, you know that's definitely a positive yeah right? yeah so what makes a good professor and what makes a bad professor and these are all i all i asked all of these just because yeah <laughs> a little egocentric of you well i'm investigating i'm doing research so that i can be a good professor right mm -hmm. okay yeah you know, <laughs> i'm just going with it and drinking the nice one okay that's, that's okay again to know you amanda so tell us what so i guess professor and is deborah a bad professor? i mean excuse me what no, i'm kidding <laughs> I'm kidding. And <laughs> what makes a bad one? Um, so I guess what we talked about earlier, so definitely just being engaging, I guess. Um, you need to make your class interesting, especially if, you know, you're in, especially if you're in like an online program or a traditional program where you're in class for hours, you know, I have a three hour dysphagia class on Monday evenings, but one, because I like it, I guess the time goes by fine for me, but um, I think you just need to be engaging and really find ways to um, keep your classroom interested in the material, even if it's not their favorite. Um, uh, also, I guess just kind of organization. I know some professors are just like, the way they organize things on their slides or the way they present things is just, um, I guess not really conducive to studying or to, you know, interpreting it you'd have to like go home and try to think it over like what did they even what were they even telling me you know so I think just organization and how you present things in an aesthetic way I guess is really helpful as well yeah um, being consistent you know um, if you say that you're going to upload the blackboard tonight then please upload the blackboard tonight and then you, two weeks later you're like oh I told you guys this like I put it up on blackboard no you didn't you know so just people that follow up on their word and they do what they say that they're going to do um people that are available, you know, after class, sometimes we can't all make office hours. So I think even just like being able to respond to emails or like answer quick questions after class is really helpful. Um, yeah, I think that's what's important to me. I mean, I just want to, I just want to feel like I learned something in your class, you know, um, which doesn't always happen. Of course. <laughs> yes, that's the goal of the class to teach, yeah. right? And also just keeping, as the, maybe I should look at Deborah where I say this, you know, keeping your eye on the prize or the goal in mind, right. like you want these 
students to learn and how do we learn? We have to be engaging, we have to keep them focused, we have to be organized, concise, and communicative. Like same way you conduct speech therapy sessions. Right. You're trying right. to teach kids, now you're trying to teach, teach adults, but we're still, the goal is education. Mm -hmm. well, for knowledge, right. as Deb well, said. The day, before, um, the day before I started teaching, I was with a bunch of my friends at a comedy club. And, um, <laughs> my, um, my boyfriend was talking, like, I'm friends with Michael Che, I don't know if you know who he is, but he's yeah. not me. Um, so my boyfriend and Michael Che were at an open mic together, like, ten years ago. It was the day that they met. And they were in competition for best joke of the night or something like that. And, uh, Che won, and his joke was, would, would you all have gone to college if you knew that Google was going to be a thing? <laughs> and it's the day before I start teaching. So I'm making my PowerPoint and I'm like looking things up and I'm like using Google a lot. So I'm like starting to sweat. I'm like, oh my goodness, like I'm wasting people's money. So now <laughs> I go over everything that is like a requirement in the class and maybe there are things that you can Google, but I always make sure that like the second half of the class, I'm teaching like from my like thoughts and perspective and like mm -hmm. strategies so right. that I know like I'm teaching them something that you can't yeah. Google. Yeah, I think practical. Like, that that happened. Yes, yes. I think, yeah. Yeah, I think practicality is super important too because right. like, you can get all the theory you want, but if we feel like we're not going to be competent clinicians once we leave the classroom, then I know it's like it's not. We still have so much more to go. Okay. Um, yeah, because my first two classes were like all about law and curriculum and stuff. Ooh. And a lot of that is just information, so I made sure like I was I talked about something else at the end. Mm -hmm. But yeah. Okay. So our next question is, um, what impact do you hope to have on the field? Ooh. Okay. Um, I guess I just well, even just like speaking from my personal experience right now yeah. in clinic, um, I pretty sure I'm like the only black person working in my school right now, you know, um, that maybe identifies as black because there's a whole other story we can go on there. But, um, I think I just want to be a positive, I guess, just example and uh, representation of the communities I identify with one. Um, but I also hopefully want to be able to to I, not recruit but recruit and engage and you know um I encourage recruit. i don't think yeah that's definitely what this this field is missing the, yeah that element of diversity especially since we work with an extreme diverse group of people and it's really yeah. like not fair that the majority of the people in this field are caucasian from my right. perspective like that's what i have experienced and you just mm -hmm. said that's also been your experience and, and um mine as well and yours so. as well okay so maybe none of us read a research study on it. We don't know for sure. No, actually, you did. Fact checker. Okay. I think I. I don't she remember did. where. I don't remember my sources. People can Google it. Okay, you can Google it. <laughs> but they did say that in the field that they yeah they showed numbers. I, there was numbers. There was visuals. Okay, good. Good. Of a graph of how many SLPs are of ethnic ethnic and diverse backgrounds, and it was mm -hmm. like a low bar graph, and then how many of the clients we work with that are from a diverse right. and different ethnic background. And that was a total bar, bar graph. So that's a, there's a big discrepancy. So um, they showed the clientele too. I haven't seen that one. That's yes. also problematic too because that means that there's like, there shouldn't, there shouldn't be so many people from different backgrounds that mm -hmm. should be 
so outweighed, but maybe it's because there's lack of diversity in the diagnostics aspect of speech pathology, and that's why so many Hmm. They're being like wrongfully diagnosed. Yes, that's, that's also true. That's yeah, definitely something we all know. I'm sure you learned about that in school mm-hmm. too. But it's also you have to remember who is giving these diagnostics tests. Mm-hmm. Yeah, they're standardized for right, right, right. So you are going to come in. I'm not sure what you want to like work on, but we definitely need like um, dynamic assessments that are going to be more accurate readers of kids. Mm-hmm speech and language abilities from a variety of um, cultural backgrounds and different socioeconomic backgrounds and things of that nature. So yeah, I think it's super important. There is a lot of resources out there because I feel like, you know, like as, as SLPs, we're like, all right, this is what's working. This is what's not. And I feel like what's not working, like we are working on it. Mm-hmm. <laughs> in the field. Like I know there's a lot of um, I know Kate Crowley is one of those people. I don't know if you've heard of her. She's done like a lot of research. She has like a whole website devoted to it of like diversity. Um, yeah, she's like. But still, we need on. more diversity. No, of course, yeah. of course. It's, I'm saying it's out there and it's happening. Right. Yeah, but slowly not, but surely. Yeah. Yeah, slowly but surely. But you know, that's where you come in, where you can you know, <laughs> keep on going. Yeah. Keep yeah. the ball rolling. The ball is rolling. Is what yeah. I'm so, like, my page, I guess, I just try to, like, I've had lots of people or undergraduates or, like, other graduate students, you know, message me or ask me, like, what I did or, like, what their experience has been like. They've asked, they've told me about that or, like, what they think, what they, I think they should do in terms of, like, applying to grad school, preparing for grad school. Um, and I think it's just super important because I, I even wrote that in my college essay from the demographics. Um, they said that it was... Seven percent of staff is bilingual, three percent are black, and five percent are Hispanic or Latino. And all of the ASHA like speech language and hearing staff, I think I believe. So it was just I was just like floored when I looked that up as I was preparing. I was like, I don't even know. Like, how does that even happen? You know? Um, so I just wanna I just wanna be a positive representation and be able to also like inform my communities as well, which I think is super important. And a proud representation, too. That's why I love your Instagram handle. (laughs) Thank you, thank you. (laughs) So being that we get a lot of questions, Deb and I, about applying to grad school, and we're Mm -hmm. old, we're 30 years old now. You know, we we like wine. don't look it, though, so that's fine. Oh, thank you. (laughs) You're welcome. But I think people start being better. Wait until you turn 30. You're going to be like, I look so much hotter. (laughs) People think that I'm 12. Yeah. (laughs) Literally. Someone over the weekend was like, you don't even look there. You look 23. I hugged her. Uh, Yes, I did. So since we're 30 and above, we don't don't quite remember. So we get a lot of people that ask about what what makes a good personal statement. So what do you think? Mm -hmm. What advice do you have? Because we don't know. So I guess when I was, I did, I tried to look up like lots of YouTube videos and resources to tell me kind of which way to go because I was almost four years removed from undergrad. And I guess just growing up, our community doesn't really have the resources or access to find the resources and how to um, navigate academia. So I'm just like, what? Like, I have to write a personal statement. Like, I haven't done this since high school. And even that, I did that like the night before, you know? So it's like, even just like applying to grad school is kind of daunting. Um, But what I focused on was really just like 
pouring out what my passions were and like kind of where my identity is and what my identity is at that point and how I can use it to influence and progress the field. Um, so my identity racially and ethnically and um, knowing the statistics and knowing how there's a lack of diversity in the field and all the different people that we work with, um, I really made it known that I wanted to be a positive, proud representation and that I wanted to help the field grow in um, numbers with the, the uh, minority populations, bilingual populations, you know, all of those things. Um, so I really just kind of, that was kind of my goal. I wanted to tell them what I brought to the table and how they, that was going to be useful in my work as a clinician, if that makes sense. That's great because that's what your goal is. So you're yeah. just, you know, telling them the truth. Yeah. <laughs> that works. So do you speak any other languages? Yeah, I speak Spanish. Oh, nice. Oh, wonderful. Great. great. That's a good skill. Yeah, good that's really going to make you quite marketable. And then also at the same time, you'll have an easier time working. Right, yeah. Communicate with more people. Mm -hmm. uh, so we're going to take a break right here. This is uh, just about our halfway point in the show where awesome. we like to plug all things wonderful. Um, and right now we're going to have a commercial break. This episode of SLP's Wine and Cheese is brought to you by SpeechTherapyPD.com. It's a 100% SLP-owned website that specializes in practical, engaging, evidence-based video and audio courses. There's more than 600 hours of courses available on demand. Yes, there are weekly live and interactive courses and pod courses. They offer unlimited plans starting at $89 a year. And now you can get $10 off with the code WINE. W-I-N-E. So enter wine at checkout. And we're back from that commercial break. Um, okay, so if you want to follow me on Instagram, my handle is Deborah Brooks, C-C-C-S-L-P. And our podcast is SLP's Wine and Cheese Pod, underscore between each word. And Maria is... Maria underscore Katsonis, SLP. Also, don't forget our Patreon page. We have some exciting content on there that you could view. And uh, we still have blah, blah, blah shirts. And uh, leave us <laughs> an iTunes review, guys. We love reading the reviews. They're so inspirational and helpful. We like the stars, but we also like the comments. Yes. So, uh, right. Don't make forget. A, make a little review comment. So where can they find you, Amanda? You can find me at the, the Black Speechy on Instagram. Great. And okay. now, so um, back to Instagram. So um, we found you on Instagram. Yes. Yeah. How'd you guys find me? <laughs> well, we like to stalk people yes. sometimes. Well, uh, but also, Instagram is a wealth of knowledge, I yeah. have to say. Um, and it's inspiring, too, when you have, like, your feed and you see, like, all the amazing things people are doing. It, like, mm -hmm. revs you up, so. Yeah. And there's, like, an algorithm, you know. So it's, yeah. Obviously, everyone who chase like hashtag speech therapy. Right. Follow that hashtag, and you're doing well amongst that demographic. So you pop up, you mm -hmm. know. So like, if I might follow a bunch of people just like to try to increase engagement on the um, Instagram for the mm -hmm. podcast, but at the same time, it's not like I'm constantly seeing the posts from those individuals because right. your posts are not as successful as yours, right? So obviously you're doing a good job. Yes. Um, I'm going her page as we were just nice. talking about. <laughs> her page. Yeah, exactly. You yeah. know what? Well, there's nothing wrong with getting knowledge. Yeah. No, stalking you know, is fun. 
Yes. Instagram, Instagram stalking is fun. Yeah. yeah, Instagram or Torturous, which one, whatever you want. Right. <laughs> you also read My Stroke of Insight. I read this book. It's a good one. Yes. Right? I had to read that in college. Oh, in I, undergrad in speech class one. I read it voluntarily. Oh. Ooh, look at you. Yeah, I read it voluntarily. I'm sorry, too. <laughs> <laughs> Sure. Did we? Either. I don't. Think I feel so. like you yeah. posted a picture at Asha. I did. I would I feel like I remember you. I don't. You think so? We might have. Yeah. You guys had a booth, right? Yes. Yeah, maybe. But I had too much uh, stimulation there. I was. I don't remember anything about that. So overwhelming. Because um, <laughs> it was a lot of like overstimulated. Yeah, gotcha. it was just like too much. Just everyone. After a while, I was like, I don't even know English anymore. I forgot. <laughs> um, but yeah, what I was wanting to ask you, so we found you on Instagram. What do you love and hate about Instagram? Um, that it takes up so much time sometimes. It's just like getting the energy to like prepare a post and like type it all out. Like I have like more than one Instagram, so it's just like constant, like trying to engage with people and, you know, um, trying to comment and post and be relevant and you know all that good stuff. So I kind of hate that but um, Instagram is super like you guys said informative um, And I can really just like find lots of awesome resources I feel like so that's what I enjoy about Instagram. I get to catch up with people that I don't usually catch up with um, Yeah, I guess that's it. So just like informative resources get to catch up with people since mm -hmm. you're so far away Once you're an adult your friends don't live by you anymore. So <laughs> that's yeah, right. I think it's like a video game. That's it. it's like my okay. video game. Like okay. I play Far Cry and I play Instagram. And it's you like he gets to decorate your yeah. Instagram. He gets to choose his cowboy's hat. Like it's just that's all it is. It's like a game to me. Mm -hmm. I will say with the new update on the iPhone, you can set time limits, and I have set a time. Yes. Limit, I think three hours a day, which still sounds a lot, but it's a lot still. Yeah. You're on it, and they're like, time is up. I'm like, my time is up. And I'm like, all right, time is up. And I, yeah, yeah that's it. Yeah. So that's been helpful. Crazy. Yeah. So we I have, spend a yeah. lot of time on my stories. I think, like, during the day, I'll take videos of what I'm doing. But I do, like, like I think I get pleasure out of this, actually, which is weird. Like, putting a post and then leaving my phone and not looking at my phone for a long time. Mm. Coming back to it to see, like, how that post has done. I do that as well. Yeah, I, it's fun. It's a fun Sometimes game. it is, but then you get into like the whole algorithm and whatnot. Like if you don't, if someone interacts with your post and you don't interact back within those like 10 minutes that they say, then like they're not going to show it to the rest of your followers and it's like all uh, that good stuff. I know all those rules. You well, know what? That's yeah. I can't see that. That's too many rules, right? Yeah. I'm just like, why can't I just post and everyone see it?
I'm always using my forehead. They have well, you got your bangs, so it's okay. Yeah, that's why I got bangs now, because I was like, look at all those forehead wrinkles. Oh, that's not true. I just said that. But um, <laughs> next question. <laughs> yeah, you just make stuff up sometimes. Sometimes okay. it's better to make the funny choice. You don't always have to tell the truth. You could just choose to say what's funnier. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Right. Because isn't what's funny the truth or the opposite of the it could truth? Be the opposite, though. But yeah, or it could be the truth. Mm -hmm. uh -huh. Interesting. Yeah. Fun fact for you as well. <laughs> Thank you. I'm just getting so many gems tonight. I'm just going to write them all down. Yeah. You're giving us a lot of gems, too. So, likewise. So, we have a final question. So, what's important okay. to you? In life? Yep. What, yes. Ooh. However, you want to interpret that. I'm going to eat the um, that we have the last piece of cheese. I'm Ooh, okay. I'll make it a what is important to me? Yeah. What's important? What resonates with you? What's what matters to you? What? Um. Okay. Happiness, of course. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Um. I think loyal friendship is super important. I think stability is always important, and it's a goal of many people, <laughs> including yeah. myself. Um. Important to me, I guess, just kind of stemming off of the friendships, just like awesome relationships in general. Yeah. Um, people that you can count on. So whether that be a romantic partner or friends or family, um, just support system, uh, good mental health, you know, good physical health. That's all important to me. I yeah. guess it's just like, I don't know. I just like feeling good, Overall doing well, based on your standards of whatever doing well is. Um, and like good people around you. So just general wellness in all areas, you know, relationships, finances, mental health, all that good stuff. I interpret that too as like balance too. That's what's important to me. Mm, you know, like yes. If one area of your life is not going, is not consistent or is not making you happy, it's going to spill over into the other, mm -hmm. whether we like yeah. it or not. Like it just, yeah. how it happens. So mm -hmm. I see what you're saying. Yeah. What I think, think it's of? important to me what's important to me is to feel driven. So I think that's all like mm. itself to what you said. Cause like without those, she's kind of talking about like Maslow's hierarchy of needs, like without these right. basic needs being met, like you will not be motivated to do much more. Right. So I feel that everything Amanda said is important to me, but then a step above that, it's like, I require that so that I can feel driven. And if mm. I don't feel like driven, like I'm doing something or I'm aiming towards something like, I don't feel very happy. Yeah, I totally, I totally feel what you mean because sometimes I'm just like, especially in the Instagram world when you're just like comparing yourself to everybody, you know, you just feel like you need to be doing something of value or, you know, that people can look up to you for. And it's, I totally get what you're saying where you need to I feel know. driven towards something. Yeah. Deb is going to say comparison is the thief of joy. Don't do that. I know. Don't do that. Don't compare. Because I also say this to Mike all the time, too. Like, you can't be anybody other than you because you don't know. Like, we are molded by our experience to be who we mm -hmm. are. So, like, yeah. we don't know what somebody else had to go through in order to be that person that we might be, like, comparing ourselves to. Right. Mm -hmm. so, like, if you want to be like them, you have to be – you have to want to be, like, all of them. And if we each threw our problems into a pool, we'd each oh, yeah. have our own. So. Mm -hmm. For sure. Yeah, I can see what you're saying. I just, yeah. Yeah, I, I guess it hurt. It like hurts my heart a little bit when people say <laughs> that they're comparing. Yeah, I, that's been like down. a forever problem. But I yeah. think 
getting into like applying to grad school, like getting the guts to apply to grad school, even that like everyone was already done with their masters. Like I had to start unlearning that as I went, you know, to even get to this point, you know? So I definitely see what you're saying. I mean, I appreciate you being honest though, because I'm sure the way you feel a lot of other people feel. So, uh, so let's go into our tips and tricks, you know, stop comparison because if you think I'll go first. Um, so I don't know what made me choose this, but, uh, my coworker, she's on one of our premium episodes, Emily Brulo, she bought a whoopee cushion and try to use that during speech. So we like have the kids like prank each other in groups. We'll be like, Oh, you know, blank, you know, since person's name, go get us a pencil. And then like when they're gone, you put the whoopee cushion and we joke around and then we're like, Oh, you know, what do you say? And then we work on the pragmatics too to say, excuse me. Mm-hmm. So, um, yeah, mm-hmm. I don't know, buy a whoopee cushion or if not, whatever, maybe, I don't know, be inspired by that. You don't have to mm-hmm. buy it. Um, my tip or trick is, um, so if you're having a behavioral issue with a child, like for instance, this individual, my experience was that I had a kid that was kind of like being the ringleader, distracting person mm-hmm. in the group. I saw him one time by himself and he was like, Miss Brooks, I really like being in my group. And I was like, oh, do you? And now he's been so good. So just take one time. Just don't even say anything. Be like, you know, we, we're not, the, the group's not working out because I didn't feel like you were learning enough because it was just too silly with everyone there. So maybe if you guys are not so silly, then in the future we can have a group again. But for right now, we're going to do it by ourselves. And he was just like, no. So, and he's been so Better. So that was just one tiny little change I only did once. I didn't change my whole schedule for it. I just changed that one day's schedule, and uh, it's helped me tremendously. Nice. I feel like I have no tips and tricks. Oh my gosh. Awesome. Um, well, you definitely study have. Yeah, that's. Oh, study tricks. Okay, I can. I can maybe do that. Yeah. Um. So I like. I like pretty things. <laughs> I don't like taking notes on my computer. If I do, then I'll just like print it out and then take written notes on it again so like I like making kind of flow charts um so if you're someone that needs like visuals I think just like making flow charts with different colors because like when I study and I go to a quiz I like remember where it was on the page kind of a thing and I remember the kind of flow because my mind it just goes from one thing to another to another and I end up like all the way far left and people don't really get my thought processes like in daily life so that's kind of how I study as well but I think just paying attention in class taking notes the way you need to whether that's like writing or uh hearing it over again but i like colors and different pens and all that good stuff so, yeah, so color coding your notes that's yeah it. and saying it out loud i have to say it out loud multiple times to learn it like i like to teach people that's how i learn so nice oh, okay. so we usually end our episode with a quote so can you uh give us a quote that you have found mm-hmm. Let's see. I actually have a quote book that I started last year. So like I have my little quotes in my little book. I don't have many yet, but I guess do the best you can until you know better. Nice. And that's by Maya Angelou. So I get like going back to our conversation before, like not comparing yourself. This is what you can do with what you have, whether that be knowledge or resources or whatever, but and do the best you can until you know better and have more or whatever but yeah that's wonderful i love that quote wrote it down okay now (laughs) on that note this has been another episode of slp's wine and cheese i'm deb and i'm maria 
And I'm Amanda. <laughs> thank you so much amanda for joining us and taking time out of your busy schedule to talk with us so. thank you so much for reaching out guys this was super awesome nice oh, to meet you guys yeah. <laughs> cheers cheers. cheers with my empty cup thanks for listening to this episode of slp's uh, wine and cheese we have a bonus segment for these lucky listeners i have a special guest here you want to introduce yourself hello i'm Deborah, I'm Mrs. I'm Mr. Deborah Brooks. <laughs> Be more specific. I'm Mr. Deborah. I'm Deborah's. Uh, I'm De. Well, I'm Deborah's man. Hi. <laughs> Deborah's That's man. how I'm gonna introduce myself from now on. Yeah. Okay. Deborah's Hi, I'm, man. I'm Deborah's man. Okay. Yeah. Uh, I was gonna say this is um seven minutes of um Mike and Deb wine and tea because that's what you're drinking. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I'm drinking. Yeah, I. I uh, I did sober January, then I just kept going. How do you feel? Good. Well, I got. I guess I don't feel that different. I do like booze a lot. I miss <laughs> yeah. it. I miss cocktails. Uh-huh. I miss whiskey on the rocks, but my skin looks better. Oh, do you notice a financial difference? I don't. I mean, I don't have any money this month, but <laughs> I think I would have even less money if I was drinking. Oh, okay. Yeah, winter's tough. Yeah, winter's yeah. awful. But we did recently do a lot of home renovations and like adding to our home yeah which like even when i'm down to my last two hundred dollars i'll still go to home depot and buy screws and anchors (laughs) i just just to buy something (laughs) well no but like i'll i'll buy like more than i should like 34 i'll spend 30 40 bucks at home depot i bet that's how slps feel about like the target dollar spot or staples yeah Yeah. michael's yeah Mm -hmm. i need a uh, eraser for my dry erase board you need very badly. I gave you three pens that have an eraser in the cap. Yeah, okay. Yeah, you did. And I used them today. Oh, but that's yeah. not sufficient. Uh, maybe something bigger. I don't know. Anyway, let's I move feel on. like I never use There's the erasers. I always spray and then wipe. Spray with what? Just an all purpose cleaner? Yeah. Yeah. You can use the Myers. Okay. Um, so I was thinking I found these um questions on mm-hmm. the internet that you should ask your significant other. So mm-hmm. we'll just ask each other a question and okay. then we'll say goodbye. It was thirty six. I can't do no, one question each. Okay. This is not, <laughs> we have to get out of here. Um, do you want to go first or should I go first? Well, um, I have one here handy. Yeah, go ahead. Okay. Um, if you were able to live to the age of 90 and retain either the mind or body of a 30-year-old for the last 60 years they of your life. They say 30-year-old like it's something to be desired. Because <laughs> uh-huh. both my mind and my body is shot. <laughs> Really? I feel pretty good. Really? I look at photos of myself when I was like 24, 25, and it's like, I didn't know how hot I was. I missed Hot Mike? Yeah, kind of. Yeah. Well, he tried to to (laughs) date you. You just weren't interested. Oh. Yeah. Yeah. Well. He always wanted to date you. He did? Yeah. Why didn't young Mike try harder for young Deb? You were with somebody, and then then I think you, I never thought you'd be into me. Hmm. Well, thanks for... Because I thought you were so pretty. I was like, there's no way. <laughs> thanks for sticking with me. I was like, maybe she'll Don't go to say dinner with me. Okay. I said, maybe she'll go to dinner with me, but that's <laughs> all that's going to happen. And I did, and the whole time you called me boring. <sighs> Let's not talk about... I don't want to talk about that. <laughs> okay. Do you want to like look at this list really quick and see what question you might want to ask me? Um... um but, yeah, Mike and I, our first date, we got nachos together. This I know the answer to. Do you have a secret hunch about how you will die? So what do you, what is 
your answer of mine. I think I'm going to have a heart attack. You're supposed to ask me. Oh. But you just, you know what? He just makes everything no, about him. <laughs> You're supposed to ask me All right, here's a good a one. What is the greatest accomplishment of your life? Um, I think um, maintaining the enthusiasm. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I think that's my greatest accomplishment. Mm-hmm. Yeah. What is your greatest accomplishment? Conan? I think it's doing Conan the first time. Yeah. 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 Was that scary? Um, no, because I think I was like so ready for it. I was, it was overdue and I, I mean, I was just ready for it to happen and like, Mm I, I, not that I was ready for it to happen, but I was like, there's nothing. I was like, this can't go poorly because I don't care because I've been, I've been waiting. I gave You are super confident in that like that's why I said yes to dinner because I watched your Conan and I'm like well he's not a hack well at the time I was like <laughs> I've been doing comedy for about eight years I was 26 I was doing comedy for eight years mm-hmm. I, I thought th- I always thought I would get a late night set like I thought we get a late night set like years earlier than that mm-hmm. um, because I did my I did the just for laughs festival in 2011 so it took me three years after that to get a TV spot and there were times when I was sure what was never going to happen. And, and then I, and then I did it and I was working for like a garbage company mm-hmm. at the time. I, th- they like gave me off to go fly to LA and do, you know, do Conan. Oh, that was and, nice uh, of them. Yeah. <laughs> like, no, stay in the garbage industry instead. Yeah, yeah. Well, the CEO of the company, <laughs> Don't go to Hollywood. The, the CEO of the company called me. Oh, that day, yeah. They all He's like, like kind of famous. Oh, yeah. and he called you to congratulate you. Mm hmm. That's great. Yeah. Did that mean a lot to you? No. I mean, no. I mean, but he was nice. That's good. Yeah. That's good. Um, yeah. I went with you to your second Conan, mm-hmm. which was good, but the first one was better. Okay. <laughs> no. I mean, they were both great. I liked both of them a well, lot. Well, the second time you do it, it's like, oh, I've been here already. You know, it doesn't mean as much. Yeah, your, but Your you debut t- is, like, big. You told... You told one of my favorite jokes, which I'm not going to say, but um, anyone can Google it. YouTube, yeah. Yeah, go on YouTube. Um, But yeah, so thanks for coming on for our seven-minute segment. Is there anything you'd like to tell the world of uh, speech pathology? Um, You know, you guys work very hard. You're doing the Lord's work, and uh, we appreciate you. Oh, that's sweet. Yeah, as a layperson. Do you have a quote that motivates you? Um, there probably is one that, that I can't think of right now, but I just feel like my sort of mantra is just like, um, you know, there's times when like you feel like, what am I doing? I work so hard for, I see no payoff, you know? And like, Mm -hmm. I feel like the universe just works in a way where it's like, if you put in, you get, you get, you get it, you get out what you put in. Right. Yeah. So there's times when like, so if you just work and have faith that things will work out, then it will. Yeah, but you gotta work hard. You gotta work hard and have faith, and that's kind of like my right. My mantra. Work hard and have faith. You liked Limp Bizkit, right? Yeah. <laughs> Why? <laughs> when it's like gotta have faith, oh. baby. Have you ever used this? Yeah, I use it all the time. Oh, okay. It's a hook on the wall. Okay. Um. Thanks everyone for listening Thank to you. myself, Deborah, and this is. Do you want to introduce yourself as anybody else other than my man, Mikey Racine? Mike Racine. Uh, have a good night, or morning, or afternoon. Can you say goodbye in Italian? Arrivederci.